Hi, and welcome to the Green with Tiffany podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Page. And in this show, we'll explore topics of sustainable living, all aspects of health and wellness of people and planet, and how we're all interconnected. Join us on this journey to live better and more sustainably by improving our health, our families, and the world with the choices that we make. Hi, and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Green with Tiffany Choose to Care podcast. Have you ever heard of the Natural Products Expo or Expo West? It is the leading trade show in the natural, organic, and healthy products industry. The health and wellness is a $183 billion market. B, with a B, it's so wild. So I thought I would give a little recap of my experience there and tell you what I discovered. My name is Tiffany Page. I'm your host. And yes, so it was last week. It's March, it was March 7th through 11th uh, this year, the Natural Products Expo West. They do have an East and that one's uh, in September on the East Coast. I think it's changed where it's been. So this one here on the West Coast is in Anaheim, California. And it was actually started in 1981. So over 40 years ago. And I think I had read that then the market was worth $3 billion, which I think is a lot even for then. But now it's worth $259 billion. So the natural and organic industry grew 12.7% in 2020. And the industry sales hit $259 billion and on track to surpass $300 billion for 2023. So obviously, this is a growing industry and many people want to be there. And it is, it's a B2B show, so it's not open to the public. I was there uh, with a media pass, checking things out. Now I've gone before, I've I've gone for many years actually, uh, but 2019 was my last year. I haven't been since, uh, except for now this year. And I think they canceled it for 2020. And, and then they did 21 and 22, which I did not attend. So it just seemed I don't know if it was bigger or if it just seemed especially overwhelming because I because I've been away from it for so long. But it is definitely one of the bigger trade shows that I've been to over the years. I'd say the couple of the auto shows are pretty big, but those are open to the public. So like a New York auto show or the Los Angeles auto show. But this this is just so many people very close together. So it was definitely wild. So it was started by a natural foods retailer. And, you know, he brought together his peeps, basically. I think his name was Doug Green. And it was just a way to gather all, you know, the people, like-minded people. And now it's grown into something that's just wild. I mean, if you are in the natural food world, uh, this is the place to show for sure, because you've got people from all over the world coming. And so it really gives you a valuable opportunity to be seen uh, for the in-person discovery, which is what I like about it. And you've got buyers from all over, from, you know, big box to small uh, independent retailers. And they're looking for the hottest products, new products, organic and natural foods. There's clean beauty, home products, supplements, you name it, it's there in that health and wellness world. And so how I like to do it is, you know, I, I look at, there's an app and you can look at all the exhibitors. Um, but sometimes you don't know the name if it's something new to correlate with what it is you're looking at. So I like to walk the aisles very much like how I like to do it at the grocery store and go down all the aisles and check things out. And so 
that was what I had planned to do and set out to do. And and the aisles were so crowded. And what they do is all they have, all the brands have their display. And of course, they've got people handing out samples. Uh, they, They cook things as well as just, you know, if it's a package sample, they might hand you a sample. I didn't take as many samples as I've done in the past. I usually come home with bags of goods and sometimes they would go to waste. I, I mean, I wouldn't always eat them and I don't eat a lot of processed foods. I mean, you know, you like your chips sometimes, but I have my favorites. Um, but a lot of this is packaged foods, right? But you want to try some new things. And then of course, the things that you like, it's nice to go and get samples of those since it's, it's things you already buy and you're supporting the brand. Uh, but I didn't take a lot of samples this time because my shoulders were killing me carrying the bag. So yeah, I just kind of looked around up and down the aisles and wanted to make note of who I wanted to go back to see. And there are just so many rooms. So there's the main hall, which is just massive. And day one, I got through that hall and half of the hot products, which is all the new new products that are out there. And so you kind of want to see those. And the numbers I had seen that there were 67,000 registered attendees. Now, I don't know if that's this year's numbers or last year's numbers. It definitely was that and more. It, I would say maybe even more. I'll just say there were 70,000 attendees. It was, it was, a, it was a lot. 2,700 exhibitors and just, you know, tens of thousands of new products that are in the hopes of hitting store shelves. So some of the trends, I mean, something that I made a joke about is I saw, you know, it was grilled cheese and vaginas. And I know that sounds very strange, but as I was walking, there was a lot of grilled cheese being made and handed out, uh, which was great because I didn't really eat so much because you're trying all these samples, but then you mix up a lot of foods and maybe you're better off eating before you go. But I did not. I just wanted to hit the ground running. And so... The grilled cheese uh, was either they were promoting the bread or the cheese itself. There was Organic Valley doing it combined with a ghee, putting it on the bread. And that was quite tasty, actually. And then there was a lot of, uh, well, I saw some feminine care. So there were a couple of brands there, but they were very noticeable. They made themselves known. So that was good. You know, there was a feminine care brand that also did, you know, wipes and washes and they had a like an Instagram background that said making vaginas happy. So people were taking pictures with that. So I thought it was kind of funny. But I think some of the trends were definitely your gut microbiome, gut health was huge. And I actually just spoke to a doctor about that. So that'll be an upcoming podcast. Very excited. And Dr. Zach Bush was there uh, regarding his product. He has a product called Ion, which is to help with gut health as well. And that plays such a huge role in your overall health. So there was also climate commitments and mission conscious brands that were bringing solutions in that area. And they do a climate day as well. That's on the first day on the 7th. And they have uh, great panelists and speakers. And then you can also watch it virtually. And then subscriptions were were big and growing. Of course, there's the meal prep subscriptions that you might know about and Beauty care subscriptions have been around. There's wellness care as well. And something that I noticed uh, was non-alcoholic drinks, you know, something a little bit more functional with botanicals. It seemed to be on the rise. There was um, a brand, I didn't see them there, but 
three spirit nightcap. Um, I saw something ritual and ritual does like a replacement for alcohol. So a replacement for gin or a replacement for whiskey. And they were making uh, drinks there and there was a, a mingle mocktails. So that was definitely something that's growing, which is interesting because I've always loved my cocktails, but I'm liking the idea of a mocktail these days. And so if I'm thinking that way, uh, somebody who's loved her cocktails over the years and her wine, I'm sure other people are. And I would say shocking pink was the color of choice. Definitely eye-catching and grabbing for a brand. And I happen to be wearing bright pink pants as well, shocking pink pants. So that definitely helped conversation for sure. So yeah, I walked I walked the aisles and put together a little list of who I wanted to go back and visit and what I thought was interesting. But there are so many rooms, like I was saying, there's the main hall, then there's the hot product hall, and then there was a downstairs hall that I didn't even get to. And then there was another building. I didn't get to that either. So it's really a multi-day event. And I was there for two days and still didn't make it through. And, you know, I hadn't been in so long, so it was really nice to reconnect with some of the brands I work with and love and um, see people, you know, face to face for the first time in a long time. And what's so great about this event is because it's it's B2B, you know, the CEOs, the presidents of these companies are there and you get to talk to them. And so over the years, I've gone with a camera crew and done interviews. I've done lives either on Facebook or Instagram. Um, But this time I just wanted to kind of just be there, see what's going on, see what's new and um, take notes and then can have people on my podcast for the future. So that's what I did. And, you know, just wanted to see what was out there and you, some of the, some of the brands that I work with were not there as well, but many were, you know, I saw, of course, my favorite um, Ecos and Chico Bag to go wear, New Wave Enviro, Akua Burger is a kelp burger. I had interviewed them before and I'm going to have them on the podcast now. Um, Mega food is my go-to for supplements and plastic free was on the rise as well. Finally, right? It was almost weird if somebody was promoting something that wasn't plastic free uh, because so many companies are, for instance, a deodorant that I found that has a completely plastic free packaging. I love that. But then there was a new deodorant that was using plastic and I thought, hmm, just doesn't seem, if you can do it plastic-free, uh, it makes sense to do it plastic-free. And it was there. Then there was a pancake cereal. And I guess it, it was some kind of, you know, viral video. And they had a big shocking pink booth. Very, you know, you, you wanted to approach it. You wanted to go try it. They were just so enthusiastic. And so they had said that it came about because they didn't have enough batter to make full pancakes. So they made little mini pancakes. And then I'm not sure how it came about by putting it in a bowl and then adding milk, but now you had pancake cereal. So they were quite popular. Uh, Bragg was there and they were handing out their apple cider vinegar and these little shots, which was great. I've never even seen them sell shots like that. And there was pickle juice. There was a, there was something called both. 50% 50% beef, 50% veggie patty, which I thought was interesting because, I mean, people who don't eat meat and are doing a plant-based patty, I don't think they're going to do that. But I guess for the meat eater to help them eat less meat, um, it was a 50-50 patty. I did, not, I did not try it. And it's interesting. I just don't know because there's talk about 
the processing of a veggie patty is still considered a processed food. And I think it's great as a bridge to move people from meat to a plant-based diet, but ultimately they don't want to be replacements for, you know, real whole food. So I thought it was an interesting concept. I'm just not sure what I think about it yet. And I haven't seen it anywhere, Uh, but they were there. What you have abundantly there is chips, power bars. You know, there was lots of plant-based items, packaged food items there. I would say that those are the two biggest ones, though, is like chips and power bars and, you know, smoothie stuff. Pattaya was there. I like them a lot. Um, Ghee seems to be on the rise as well. They had multiple companies there. I had my favorite, which I never even found. I, I couldn't find them. I saw them on the map, but I couldn't find them. And then they were closing and I, I didn't get to go visit my, my favorite ghee, Ancient Organics. So something else that the Natural Products Expo puts on, and they do a twice annual awards program. So it's called the Nexty Awards. It's for the next big thing, the next product that recognize products in the industry you know, that inspire a healthy, sustainable future for both people and planet, which I love. And really just innovative, inspirational, and integrity-driven products and in different categories. And so I thought I would read you a couple of them just so you can get an idea of what they were. There were, of course, there's many dairy alternatives as well. And this one was a an herb garlic cheese alternative called Spreadum. There was a, a meat alternative, meaty foods, which was like a steak, steak animal-free alternative. There was a, and this was an animal-based product, um, a kefir, a probiotic kefir with regenerative grass-fed whole milk, which is, is a big deal. Oh, and there was a new beauty product. I didn't see this one. I would have liked to. It was Spinster Sisters, a face serum stick. And there was a beverage, a wheatgrass superfood hibiscus passion fruit. That's another thing is there's lots of beverages out there, right? I mean, I, so many sparkling waters infused with this or that, um, different just water in general. And then I don't know if I saw the CBD infused. I don't know if they were able to have that there, but you know, there's a lot of those as well on the market. Oh, there was a, a plant. This is a plant-based uh, pasta made from green banana. I didn't see them. I thought that was interesting. I would have liked to check that out. There was winged wellness. I I did see them. They had um, desire and stimulation gummies. Interesting. There was a some sauces. There was oh a, a King Arthur Baking Company with a gluten free bread flour, and there was Conscious spelled with a K, a plant based California roll. And then a protein bar, you know, the, the power bars that are out there. Are, I mean, I know it's it's probably good to grab and go when you really need to. But again, all these processed foods are probably not the greatest thing for you as a regular staple to your diet. This was great. I didn't see them, but it was a best new natural living product, Geosphere. It's a, a compostable cup that was very different looking. Uh, yeah, compostables seem to be a big deal as well. And especially now in California, we're moving to being able to use not the plastic compostables, but a different type, you know, a, a paper compostable. In fact, Samazon that do Asahi and they had a, a Samazon 
compostable acai bowl, which I thought was great. There was a new unsweetened almond milk. You know, almond milk is has really been considered unsustainable, right? They use a lot of water and and this one is supposed to be, it's here in California, but uh, it's called New New Barn Organics. And they are a third generation farming family and they are a regenerative farm. So they won an award. And anyway, so I just wanted to go through some of these with you. I'm not even sure how many there are, so many categories. There was uh, a dishwasher starter set that didn't have the the plastic wrap around the little pod that you put in. There was a plant-based calamari. I would have been interested in trying that. And then there was ghee. So ghee usually comes in a jar and is more like you scoop it out. And there was a a ghee butter stick. Oh yeah, here's this where I saw this three spirit. There was a plant-based bolognese. So lots of products, no shortage of products. So if you have a product to bring to market. Like I said earlier, this is the place to do it, but it has become more expensive. Now, I don't know what it's like to exhibit there and if that's more expensive than it used to be, but of course, you know, your your airfare, your hotels, all that is more expensive. So you have to really decide of whether it's going to bring you a return on investment to be there, but you really are in the middle of it all with all the brands, all the buyers from all over. And it's a great way to be seen, you know, instead of having to try and cold call a bunch of places or email. So I would say it's probably worth it. I would say, though, that, you know, it was so fun to go is to see smaller, smaller companies. And, you know, I don't always now if the smaller companies can afford to go. Um, I would hope they could. But there were some of the bigger companies that were there, which I I think they've always sort of been present. I you know, so busy, didn't pay attention. But I did notice right away when I walked in that General Mills was there. And, you know, I just, I, I just sort of have a problem with that. And, and, you know, you want them to have a seat at the table, you want them to do better, or hope that they want to do better. But the question is, is that what they want? <laughs> and I hope that's the case. And, you know, I think many people don't know that some of these brands are, have been purchased by a big a big corporation like a General Mills. So I wanted to give you an example of companies that have been purchased. So an example is like Burt's Bees was purchased by Clorox. Um, Seventh Generation was purchased by Unilever. Toms of Maine by Colgate-Palmolive. Ecover by S.C. Johnson. S.C. Johnson was there as well. Kashi is Kellogg's. Naked Juice is Pepsi. Honest Tea is Coca-Cola. Annie's is General Mills and Lara Barr is, is General Mills. So, you know, they've, the bigger companies have come in, they've purchased the smaller companies and, you know, I'm sure it's a lot of work running a business. So these smaller companies can make a lot of money. I mean, I think Pacific Foods, which was one of the originals, uh, sold to Campbell's Soup for like $700 million. So, you know, it happens, but then you know, does the big company keep to the ingredients and the integrity of the company the way it was started? And the hope is yes. But my question is, is these these corporations also sell a lot of terrible foods for you, right? And so here they're bringing in 
you know, this market's growing, people really asking for more organic and, and, nat and natural food products. And so they come in and they buy them and are able to scale it. So that's part of it. So more people can be offered it around the country or world, but we hope that it stays with its same integrity and ingredients. And I don't always know. We, I don't know if we'll always know if that's the case or not. You know, if you think of some of the bigger ones like Amazon bought Whole Foods for $13 billion. I remember when that was going through and I thought, wow, that is a lot of money. And I'm I'm sure they're reaping the rewards now because that was definitely a good purchase for them, right? And it's helped in many ways for people to be able to have a Whole Foods and delivery and all that. But in order to scale, how does that affect the products that are being in the stores? So Coca-Cola, like I said, is honest tea. That happened many years ago. And they went from glass to plastic, right? So I think that was a disservice, but that's to, you know, scale and get it out to more people. So pros and cons. And the other thing I had noticed was the Rodale Institute is there. And so they were there partnered with General Mills. And so the Rodale Institute is really a leader in research and organic and regenerative agriculture. And so to see them partnered with General Mills, now I didn't go in to speak to them. I could have done that, I suppose, to see what the real what the real deal was happening. But they had a sign that said, General Mills is the largest provider of natural and organic packaged foods in the U.S. That's a shocking statistic, isn't it? I would have never known that. And then it says, General Mills has been nourishing families for more than 150 years and doing good has always been a key ingredient in how we show up. Really? I mean, has it? I don't know. So they had a big booth and I'm hoping that, so the Rodale Institute has signs that healthy soil equals healthy food equals healthy people. General Mills is partnering with Rodale Institute, a leader in what I just said, and um, to advance regenerative organic agriculture in our supply chain and beyond. So I hope that's the case. And I hope that they can really expand and as they learn that regenerative farming and organic farming can yield a better return and do better for the people that maybe these brands that they carry, that these products that they sell that are not good for you could move into something healthier. But I mean, I don't know. So that's what I have a problem with personally, because there's all these small companies, family-owned companies that that want to do right by the people and the planet and have, you know, hold the utmost integrity in what they're doing. I want to support them because they're not also on the other flip side of things, poisoning people with the other products that they sell, right? So that's that's where I have a problem. And there's enough companies out there that are doing it right, in my opinion. So that's that's who I support. And so, you know, what had come to mind is there was another event that I used to go to. It's no longer around. It's called South by Southwest Eco. So not the same South by Southwest that you know of. Um, it was done at a different time of year and people from all over the world would come and there'd be lots of panels. And, you know, one year they let Monsanto come and they were on panels and they really, we were very open to letting them have a seat at the table, but I don't think it was for the greater good. I think it was for them to do 
intel, right? Just transparent information gathering so that they could turn and then use it against us. And so they would do commercials that would look like, you know, a beautiful farm and family. And so they kind of discovered what makes people tick in that, in the natural food world or in the, you know, sustainable world, eco world, whatever you call it, and then plan their marketing strategy around it. So not to say that that's what is happening now, but that's just what I think about. So I'm hoping that the Rodale Institute can really help shape uh, a big corporation like General Mills because it really is the way to go. I mean, our food system is so broken, so we do we do need help and we need to get people eating a healthier and living a healthier lifestyle. So there I am at the Natural Products Expo, you know, discovering new products, making note of people that I'd love to speak to on my podcast and learning about new things that are out there. You know, there was uh, Manuka Honey, that I've been taking for a long time. And, you know, there's so many times you know something's healthy for you, but you don't exactly know what the certification means or, you know, they they had a sign like get to know your MGO, which is the rating for Manuka honey. And so I got to talk to them, which was, you get to, you know, you get to learn if they have time to spend with you, which is nice. And it was a lot. It was definitely a lot to try and see everybody. So this show does, it's mostly food, but then it does have beauty, home products, supplements, and uh, you definitely need multiple days to get through it all. You know, some people are just going for one, one category. I really wanted to see all of them. And there was a new beauty product that was, you know, sheet masks are all the rage. And there was one that was compostable, which I thought was uh, intriguing. So I was going to try that. And, you know, adaptogens, collagen, healthy fats, nootropics, mushrooms, those were all big at the Natural Products Expo this year. And, you know, you sometimes wonder how many of these small new brands trying to get shelf space. That was the other thing that comes into play, I think, when you're a brand that has been purchased by a big corporation, because I think just by default, they'll get shelf space. And then it's harder to find these new brands. So what I like to do is when I travel, I do go to Whole Foods and they used to showcase even local brands. So like I had a great soap that I loved and I found it in Michigan and they were a local soap maker out of Detroit. So I didn't see that soap in other Whole Foods, only at the one in Michigan. And I don't know if they're still doing things like that, but I really enjoyed that to find, you know, something new and cool and Every Whole Foods across the country that I go to, you know, they carry their staples, but they carry a lot of different things. They're, they're, they don't all carry the same things. And if they have sales, they're not uniform sales throughout the country. They, they're chosen by store. I mean, sometimes they'll advertise like, oh, 25% off supplements, and that's universal. But I don't know, maybe smoked salmon is on sale at one Whole Foods, and then it's not on sale at another one. So I thought that was interesting how they do that. So I like to go to a small natural food grocer in the city that I'm in. And that way I find uh, a lot of new different products that I don't see all the time. A store that I've been going to for a very long time, Erwan, that's expanded as of late um, and have opened more stores in the you know greater Los Angeles area. They get a bad rap online. People 
make fun of them because they're so expensive. And, you know, they do have some things that are pricey, but there are some things that come in under Whole Foods. And I think that's because Whole Foods has to use a distributor. Now, I don't know where one does, and maybe as they get bigger, they'll have to. So maybe prices go up again. And that's why something like a Thrive Market probably does so well because there's no, there's no, there's no middleman, there's no storefront, there's no, I don't know how they do it, but I don't know if they have a distributor or if that works, but they definitely don't have a storefront. So that changes everything as well. But you want to be able to discover these smaller brands. And that's what's so fun um, for me, at least. And so Airwan, what I like about them, well, I like many things about them, but everything there is vetted for you, right? So you go there and there was like a, there was a cookie that I used to buy and I went there and they no longer had the cookies. And they said that, I don't know if they had introduced an ingredient in these cookies or it was just discovered that these cookies had this ingredient they didn't, they didn't approve of. And so they stopped carrying them. So I like that. That means a lot to me. Um, And when I go to the produce section, I don't have to look, okay, which side is organic on, which side is the conventional? It's all organic. So I don't have to worry about my broccoli getting mixed up or whatnot. So that's something nicer about going to a smaller, a smaller grocer and, and something that they, when they vet the product. So then I discover a lot of new products there at Airwan and maybe easier to discover because it's not so crowded, but I do love the natural products expo, the energy there. It's exciting to be there. It's exciting to see all, all the people that I promote and, and buy from and work with. So it is a, a great event. And there's a Natural Products Expo East that I mentioned earlier that's happening in September this year in, in Philly. And I've never been to that one. So maybe I'll I'll get a chance to go this year. We'll see. So I hope that helps a little bit to get a little bit of insight on what the Natural Products Expo West is all about. It is wild. It's in Anaheim, California. I think Every single hotel was sold out. It was wild. And it's at the Anaheim Convention Center. And it is a beast of a show, but really fun to go if you are in that world and, you know, want to learn more about different products and brands and be able to speak to the the CEOs uh, of these companies as well and get samples. Samples are always fun. But I have so many samples. So there you have it. The Natural Products Expo West 2023 in the bag. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, shoot me an email from my website or you can go to my Instagram and send me a DM. Thanks for listening. And I'm thrilled that the health and wellness industry is on the rise and more and more people want to live a healthier lifestyle. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. You can find me at greenwithtiffany.com and on Instagram. Till next time, choose to care.